Welcome back to another episode for the Lost in Possession podcast. Three mates, three different teams and three very different opinions. Now we've got the final games of the season where we have everything still to play for. The title, top four still after midweek games has changed hands, but it's still ongoing for the final game. And we've also got the relegation battles. Now there are some mid-game weeks on Thursday, However, we'll kind of touch on them when we discuss sort of the games that are relevant to them. Now, I think we should start off with maybe not seen as the biggest game, but one that is still quite important for what European competition teams are in. So I was going to start off with Palace and United. Now, we've been quite sort of favourable on Vieira this season and... I will be negative on United as a City fan. But, Jordan, how do you see that game going? I was about to say it's got... I was about to say it's a recipe for an upset. But at this point in kind of where Man United are and where Palace are, I'm not actually sure who's favourite or what an upset is at this point. Um, for me, I said it a couple of weeks ago, I think Palace could, could win it. I, I really do at home. I think Palace, looking at the table... I think United could be in trouble. It would be such a, a, a ridiculous start to Ten Hag's reign to, to be put down a peg into the Conference League or even the Conference League qualification. Um, but I can see Palace with their fans getting behind them actually beating United here, sort of 2-1, something like that. Um, so, yeah, interesting game. I'm going Palace. Reese, what about you? Um, is it at Old Trafford or Selhurst Park? It's at Selhurst Park. Right. Um, I mean, it is, it is still a dead rubber game. I think, I think a bit draw. Maybe. So, yes. So, it's more if United draw or lose, they could go into the new conference, Europe, like European Conference League with um, West Ham possibly overtaking them. So, that's the only reason why it's not a complete dead rubber yeah I know but I think I think they'll have enough just to get themselves over the line just on that as well sorry Reese. just to cut you off um, Palace can with a win finish in the top half um, I, I don't know how kind of money for the league works but that could just be a, a player incentive to say look if we win we could finish in the top half which I think for Palace would, would be a big step in the right direction yeah most definitely it would be and would be quite a good way to end the season for Vieira when he's had to start with pretty much the oldest team in the league and rebuild people out of contract and rebuild so it's a good sort of start like start to his career in the Premier League for managing anyway I will agree with Reese with the draw I think it'll be a 1-1 draw which does open the gate for West Ham so we might as well move on and see what we actually predict for that. It's Brighton versus West Ham. Now, I watched West Ham on the weekend. Very good side, obviously. But, Reese, what do you make of that game with Brighton and West Ham? Brighton have turned it around right at the end of the season when they didn't actually have to. So I think West Ham will want to go out on a high. However, I think that they... They did that by getting a decent draw against Man City. 
on Sunday. They got their final home game out of the way. So I think I think Brighton will will win this, and I, I think they'll want to make sure that Palace of all teams don't finish above them. Jordan, I I disagree. Uh, admittedly, Brighton unbeaten in the last four, as you said, Reese. They've turned it on recently. Um, but for me, the the incentive now for West Ham. Um, the fact they've had a taste of Europa, I think for them, Moyers will really be sitting there going, look, I, I, I think we're worthy of Europa. I think we belong in Europa. Um, and by winning the game, they put themselves in the best possible position for another crack at it. Um, I think it'll be a tight game. I think both teams will score, but I'm going to go with West Ham, 2-1 West Ham. I never, I never actually gave a score prediction. As much as I'd love to see Noble score the winner. <laughs> Yeah, um, I can see Brighton maybe winning it one 0 Interesting. I'm I'm actually going to give United the they're going to play in Europa. I think it's going to be a draw. I do agree with Jordan with it being both teams to score. I think Brighton have obviously started actually scoring for something that they don't normally do. Um, West Ham have obviously got a rare talent that I saw. And we're two new up against us, which I wasn't too, I wasn't best pleased, let's say, at half time. Um, but I see it being a two-two, very, I think it'd be a very entertain, entertaining game for them. And I'd like to, I'd like no Mark Noble to go and score any goal in that game on his final, final one before he retires. Final pen it'll be, won't it? To, to put him into the Europa League, 90th minute pen from Noble. <laughs> you got to win it. <laughs> now, uh, let's move on to probably a dead rubber, but Jordan, your Chelsea at home to already relegated Watford. Now, it's is it the f- first or second home game for the new owner? Yeah, it'll uh, be it will be the third because we've got Leicester on Thursday uh, this week. Okay, um, that'll be yeah, that'll be the second, and then Watford will be the third. Um, yeah, it, it looks like the new owner is all done, which is good. Obviously, we can discuss it in a later episode, but the Todd Bowley era seems to be creeping in. Um, yeah, thanks to Newcastle and sort of Spurs in a way, both games have lost a bit of meaning for us. Um, we just need a point between the two games to, to secure third, which, you know, we, we made it a bit of a sweat, but ultimately, you know, looks like we're going to get the job done. Um, for me, for the Watford game, I think, bearing in mind we're losing, you know, three, four players, they're all sailing off into the Spanish sunset. Um, I think we'll, we'll put on a real show in, you know, Roy Hodgson, Watford, they're already relegated. They look dead and buried. Um, and I think we'll turn on, turn it on. So I'm going to go with a 5-0 Chelsea um, and hopefully it'll be a nice end to the season and we can wave Rudiger, Christensen, Azpi and maybe even Alonso into the sunset as well. Reese, or do you make that game? Yeah, I think Chelsea will win it comfortably. That's, <laughs> that's straightforward. Um, Watford might want to put a little bit of hope in. They might even steal it, but I think I think Chelsea probably 4-0. Okay. So, obviously, Watford's are going to be under a new manager and uh, Forrest Green weren't too happy in the midweek, making a statement saying it's a bit, uh, well, I think it's all behind their backs kind of thing. So um, 
I can't do. Blame him. Can't blame him for leaving. You can't blame him, but I guess probably the way, the manner he's done it. Because I think Forest Green wouldn't have stopped him going to Watford because it's such a big step up. But I do feel like Watford are going to get a hammer in here. They're probably just thinking, right, we're done with this season. It's not the same manager. It doesn't matter. And I think a few of the Chelsea players do have something to prove because overall, it's probably not been the season you wanted or expected. Now, there's various factors into that, but I was going to go with probably a 3-0 win. Maybe I think Lukaku would probably get a couple because he likes scoring against, you know, lower league teams. He's just a bully. Any goals to, we'll take any goals in a minute. Get your, get his goals per million up, you know. Yeah, get his confidence back. Maybe maybe some of them will either want to sort of show off a bit for the new owner. Um, but yeah, after the FA Cup, kind of painful defeat on pens. I think we, we all need yeah. a boost. Yeah, well, we'll talk about that on the end of season review in, in a bit more detail, but savage, savage way to end the season for us, but it is what it is. Um, losing, look, all I'll say, we're two coin flips away from winning four trophies this year. When you put it like that, you can, you can flip it in a positive as well. Um, yeah, the team that are one of the best in the world, on for the quadruple, media loves them. Um, c- couldn't beat us in 420 minutes. That's all I've got to say on the matter. Well, moving on from Jordan's team to Reese's team. Now, at the Emirates, it's Arsenal versus Everton, and Everton could still need something that, depending on the midweek fixtures. We'll come to you, Reese, first. What are you going to make of this game? Are they going to turn their form around and just win the last game? Or um, I think I think Everton will beat Palace in the week to secure their top flight hopes, which I think will make it easier on Arsenal. Um, so Arsenal, I think, would look to go on a high in that case. Um, however, if they're going up against a team that has it all to play for, it's, it's, it, it's going to be tough and... I think I think they'll struggle there, but I, I'm confident Everton will beat Palace. So I, I think Arsenal will win the last game of the season against Everton, two-one potentially. Um, of course, I can dig deeper into Arsenal's sort of season, maybe for another day, maybe later in this episode. Who knows? But yeah, I think I think Arsenal will beat Everton, but that's because they'll have their survival secured by then. What if they don't? know? are you still going to be confident of winning, um, or do you think? it's going to be a different result if that's the case. I think it'll be a different result. I think Everton will go all out on this one if that's the case because they'll smell blood. Um, it's hard. I mean, potentially a draw, maybe a one-all draw. Um, but yeah, I think Everton will be just fine. Jordan, you're a big fan of Lampard. I am. <laughs> so you're- I hope he goes and spanks Arsenal on the final day. Um, ruin, ruin the rest of their season. But no, I think, as, as Reece said, I think it's hard to give a prediction for this one because it completely and utterly depends on Thursday's results. Um, obviously, Everton at home to Palace. So I, I believe a win there for Everton would secure their safety for sure. Um, obviously, if that's the case, they're going to, I think Arsenal will turn them over, obviously needing a win. Um, so I'll, I'll assume that's the case and go for a 3-1 Arsenal where they need to win. Everton already secured. 
and they're kind of chilling. Um, but it's all on Thursday's game. And I think Burnley have got Villa. So again, depending on that result, it could be kind of different incentives. Um, but yeah, we'll go with 3-1 Arsenal. I'm going to put the same sort of question to you. What if Everton don't do need points for the last game? Are you going to go with the same sort of result or are you going to change your mind a bit? I for, No, I, I think if, if Everton need a result, I think it will be a draw, a one-all draw. I think Everton will get a little bit scrappy, wind up Arsenal. And we, we spoke last week, uh, last episode about them, and, you know, Arsenal being an all-momentum team. The pressure's clearly got to them. Um, so I think a, a scrappy Everton needing a point could actually rattle Arsenal if, if, if need be. No, that's fair enough. Um, I think, like you've both sort of said, I think it will be an Arsenal win if Everton don't need any more points. I think they'll be like, thank God that's over. Let's just get it done. And Arsenal's home form is pretty good, to be honest. They're, I think they're a much better home team than away team. So I do feel that plays the part. And to be honest, Everton's away form is pretty awful as well. So it does play into... And Arsenal still technically need a win in the hope, in just the hope of them still getting top four. But if you, if you, even if Everton needs a result at Arsenal, I still see it going the same way. Um, I will probably put 2-1 Arsenal, no matter what the result is or where they are for it. I just think Arsenal's home is... They're just a better team at home and they will get over the line both ways. Moving on to probably the other side of London, who are in much happier spirits after the, the last week or so. Spurs will go away to Norwich. Obviously, bottom of the league, Norwich. They're done. They do these yo-yoing up and down the leagues. Jordan, what do you make of that game? Uh it because because Spurs are away because obviously Norwich the home side maybe there's a small chance that something could happen you know Norwich nick an early goal maybe a dodgy red or something but for all intents and purposes it's hard to see anything other than a Spurs battering I know Spurs are Spurs and there's always a bottle in them somewhere but this this would be a bottle of, of epic proportions if they were to you know, somehow mess this up. Um, I'm going to go with the 3-1 Spurs. I think it will be fairly comfortable, but I would absolutely love to see an early Norwich goal and maybe then Arsenal take the lead and, and there's there's a chance. But, I, yeah, 3-1 three, three Spurs, I can't see how. You want that drama on the final Yeah, game, you do, but I don't, I, yeah, I don't see it happening, sadly. Now... Quickly, just to do with that and your score prediction, obviously Son is going for the golden boot. Salah possibly might be injured for the last game or might not be risked due to the, their Champions League final. Will Son beat Salah to the golden boot? He needs two goals to beat it, one to draw it. What do you reckon? I, I'd say, yeah. I, I think he's more than capable out of those three goals that I'm predicting to score two. Um, I think if... if I, is Kane anywhere near? Remotely no. near? No. Okay. So I was going to say I, I could see a scenario where Spurs get a pen and Kane gives it to Son um, for the golden boot. I think Son Son portrays this kind of nice guy, team player image, 
And I can see that happening if they're already maybe one or two new up. Um, so I, yeah, I think maybe, maybe that will be the case. He'll score two out of the three and he will win the golden boot if Salah doesn't play. Reese, what do you make of this game? Are you are you going to try and predict some for Arsenal or are you just... No, no, Ar- Ar- Arsenal can't be relying on other teams to do jobs for him. Um, I, think, I think Norwich will know that there's no pressure on him and I think they might enjoy that. But this is Antonio Conte we'll talk about here. I think this could be a ruthless performance. Not not a 4-0, 5-0 maybe, but a comfortable, like John said, maybe a comfortable 3-1, 3-0. Can Norwich I see Sol- I was just huh? to throw a stat your way, not Norwich are officially unbeaten in, in one game. So they're in form. <laughs> oh, blimey. <laughs> I, I mean, besides that, you know, they're they're just about to do their annual trade with Fulham, go down, yeah. and they. But I think, I think Song could get the golden boot. I think he's going to probably try too hard to get it. I can imagine taking chance after chance after chance. Whereas, if he puts the team first, they'll win comfortably. But I can see him. Uh, you know what? Why not? I I think he can get it. So yeah, um, I. I don't see any hope for sort of Arsenal getting the top four. I think Spurs are going to annihilate Norwich. There might be some nerves, but I think Spurs will get an early goal and then the floodgates are open. And I, I'm going with a 4 0 Spurs, but I'm going with a hat trick of Kane. So he's got and Son to get the other. So it's going to be a draw. I think they're both going to share it, Salah and Son. Um, I agree with sort of what you say about the penalties, but Spurs have had two penalties in the last games and Kane's not giving them up. Um, Son has said he doesn't care. It doesn't matter. Then you saw his frustrations when he came off against Arsenal who had 10 men at the time. He clearly does care. Every footballer should care. Um, I don't, yeah, I'd I'd like to see him win it because to be honest, he's a fantastic player and deserves, you know, a trophy of some sort where he's not going to get it at Spurs at the moment. Uh, it's just a slight dig at Spurs there, but I'm sure you two don't mind either. Um, I think we'll go on to another dead, a complete dead rubber game in this of Leicester versus Southampton. Um, Reese, let's start off with you. What do you make of this game? It's literally. Who, who do you think is the worst team out of Leicester or Southampton? These two are very, very lucky that the rest of the teams below them are so, so poor. I am mean, shocking, 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 shocking teams. Um, Southampton have done exactly as I expected win four games, lose four games. And Leicester have done exactly as I expected, you know, live too much on their cup glory and not properly recruit, in my opinion. Um, I, I think Leicester will win this one. I think I think they probably need it a little bit more. I think Southampton are I don't know, they're they're just a funny team at the moment. It's like they've they've been, they've not just been on the beach, you know, they've gone on a round the world cruise. They're in no rush. So I think I think I think Leicester will beat them comfortably. Not a nine nil, but maybe maybe a three one. Funny you should mention nine nil. <laughs> Because um, I'm, I'm about to make them the most outrageous score prediction of the year. Um, 
Southampton have been absolutely woeful. Um, I can't remember when the run started, but it, it, they're, they're in relegation form. They have been for probably two months. I think their only significant win I can remember was, was the one to Arsenal, funny enough. Um, obviously, we beat them 6-0. Liverpool's under-13 girls absolutely battered them yesterday. Um, and for me, Leicester improved a lot um, away to Watford, a big 5-1 victory. So I think an easy home win for Leicester, and I'm going to go with 9-0 Leicester as my prediction. On with the 9-0. <laughs> Does he get sacked if he loses 9-0 on the final day? I'd, I'd say potentially. They've got to look at it because they're, they're form, you know, they're four points off Everton, and Everton have a game in hand, right? So let's assume Everton go and beat Palace at home. They're one point off Everton. And the whole media, the world, everyone spent the entire season slating Everton, how awful they are. Um, so I think if they get beat heavily, there's got to be a conversation. There has to be. Because well, they're a lot better. Three strikes, and you're out. <laughs> yeah, be a discussion. I mean, I think, I think, don't get me wrong, Everton are a better side on paper than Southampton. I think if Southampton don't sell keep selling their best players, he's going to have something to work with for once. Somewhere you've got to draw the line with him. Like, it's, they turn a corner and then they go all the way back down. It's not like it's win, 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 couple of draws, then a defeat. It's solid wins, solid loses, and they lose heavily. It's, they've not got a bad side. That's, that's what's more ridiculous. They've honestly got a good squad, in my opinion, I mean, we'll discuss it, you know, in sort of an end-of-season review on where we think about certain certain clubs. But if they get bit heavily, you know, the Southampton fans are unhappy as it is. They're going to have to seriously consider their position. But I don't know, who do they bring in? But again, that's another debate for another day. Yeah, so I think you're a bit harsh on Leicester, to be honest, Reese. Like, you've got to think of it. Teams have these small periods of being up they were challenging for top four for three seasons they won the they won the FA Cup which they've not done before it's sort of they've been on top form and there's always going to be a drop off obviously like they don't have they're not going to spend the funds that sort of our three clubs can to sort of maintain a certain level like there was always going to be that drop off and I thought it was either it was either going to be last year or this year kind of thing it was and I think they did well last year winning the FA Cup that's sort of good enough in terms of what it is they probably would have been a bit disappointed not to get through to the probably the final for the European Conference League but at the end of the day sort of not too bad really coming semi-final in terms of Southampton I'm oh I, I, I was just sort of so annoyed at them. Like the game against Liverpool, you see that Liverpool side, the way they played against us home away and in the FA Cup, you think, okay, this Southampton side can get a draw, can beat them. And they've obviously got the early goal. And then they went, ah, we're, we're done. It's over. We're, we're going to win or we're just sort of give up now. And Liverpool deserved that win. The players that they put out, deserved it that's probably funny enough it's sort of in terms of actual football 
I thought was one of their better performances in recent weeks. And you look at that side, they, they played it around perfectly and did enough. I think Southampton decided to attack them again in the 88th minute. Like, what are you doing? No wonder they got booed. Like, they deserve to be booed in that kind of thing. But um, I was going to go with quite a high-scoring game as well, actually. And I was going to go with a 4-1 Leicester. We're all in agreement. And just, just qu- sorry, one quick point on Leicester. Reese. I know you've been slightly more critical than we have on Leicester season. Looking at the table, I don't actually think that, that it quite stacks up. Because at the minute, they're in ninth position. And obviously, we've we've sat here, you know, in a number of weeks and we've praised, praised Wolves for their performance, their defensive side. Um, but Leicester are only three points behind Wolves and have a game in hand. Um, you know, we've, we've, we've praised Graham Potter. They're on level points with Brighton um, with a game in hand. So I think all in all, it's been a tough year for Leicester. But I don't think they've done too badly. And I think Brendan Rodgers um, is, is definitely safe, in my opinion. Yeah, he's definitely yeah. safe, but I would argue that they're probably lucky that the teams around them have been so inconsistent. If those teams would have got themselves together, they'd have been further down. But who would have thought that the dead rubber game would be the one that would spark the most discussion? <laughs> Just with that, the two teams you mentioned around them, though, both have attacking problems. So that's the only sort of point. They're defensively better than Leicester, but they can't. They, they struggle for goals. But, yeah, so let's move on from a dead rubber game to something that has a bit of meaning. Um, Brentford-Leeds. Now, I see this being a brilliant game. Leeds obviously getting a dramatic point in the 92nd minute against um, Brighton. Now, obviously, the games in midweek matter whether they're in the bottom three or not coming to the final game. How do you see this going, Jordan? So, look, at, it's must-win for Leeds, isn't it? However you see it playing out, whatever, just looking at the table now, whatever result happens with Everton and Villa, it's, it's must-win for Leeds. Um, Brentford, just having a quick look at them, again, could, if all the results go their way, could finish in the top half. Um, and they've actually done very well recently. You know, they, they were one of those teams who, once they survive relegation, you could have just made a case for them sitting back, going on the beach, as it were. Um, but they've actually really done done pretty well. Um, but I think it's, it's going to be tight. I think both teams, again, will score. I know I've pretty much said that in every game, but I think Leeds will nick it 2-1. And I think there could be some late drama there or a little late comeback from Leeds or something like that. Um, I think, yeah, 2-1 Leeds and it will be decided late, in my opinion. Reese. Yeah, I mean, full credit to Brentford. You know, they could have just easily gone on the beach, but they've been professional and they've been really, really good. And that's the attitude you need to have in order to survive consistently in the league. Less uh, Leeds are going to have that big, big following of supporters with them. Um, it could get them over the line. I think if they don't motivate you, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be playing football, to be honest. I think Leeds will do it. I think Leeds could just nick it. I mean, they've been, they've been poor, but I think this might be something where it might just trigger them trigger them into life, all or nothing for them. Maybe 1-0 well, one nil, one nil Leeds. Leeds with a clean sheet. I don't, <laughs> yeah. know if I don't know if they've actually had a clean sheet this season, or I can't remember when they have. 
don't they think have. they've had many away wins either, to be fair. We're giving them too much credit, maybe. Maybe maybe two one leads then. But well, I think, think tough for them. Do you think they'll stay up then? Yes. Yep. Yeah. With that with that win, they'll stay up. See? Oh, see, I I've not even thought of that. No. Sorry. No, 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 I didn't. I didn't, I didn't factor in what my predictions actually mean. Because if I'm saying Leeds are going to win, then I'm basically saying Burnley are going down. Yeah. Now I'm saying That's that out loud. I don't know. Well, unless they, unless they win their final two games, it doesn't matter what Leeds do. Yeah. yeah. All right, sorry. I'll, I'll steal my 2-1. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go with a draw here. I think both teams are going to... Once again, it's going to be a, like a brilliant game, I think. I think it's going to be goals. I'm gonna think, I've gone with a 2-2 draw, I think, here. I think Leeds defensively, they've got so many people out or suspended. It's just, they can't keep a clean sheet, in my opinion. Um, like Brentford's ground is quite small, compact, and I think that will help with sort of like, like you say, with Leeds support. They will try and get in, they'll get into Brentford's end at some somewhere, some way, and they'll create more of an atmosphere, I think. And I think a 2-2 draw, but whether that keeps them safe will depend on my next prediction. It's that could cost them. I mean, it's horrific. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when they should have made the change a long, long time ago. Yeah, especially when you've got the games like the 7-0 to City. It's been counting us sort of four or five <laughs> yeah. games. Um, so move on to the other game in the, ty- uh, in the relegation battle. Burnley versus Newcastle. Now, um, I've had one or two viewers have made a comment to me and Jordan talking about Newcastle being on the beach against Arsenal. Uh, Jordan, what do you make of Burnley versus Newcastle now? Yeah, there's no beach for Newcastle. (laughs) Um, Fair play to them. They they turned it on um, against Arsenal, put in a really good shift. And yeah, I I take it back. I think they're going to put in another shift here just, just almost to prove a point. I think they're they're thinking a season ahead, like you know, we need to win these games if we want to compete next year. Um, but I, Burnley again are going to have everything on the line. So for me, I think it will be a draw. Um, I think it'll be a one-all draw. Reese, will Eddie Howe want to do his former club a favour? No, because it didn't exactly go well at Burnley. So. I think it'll, I, I can see a draw here. I think I think Newcastle can still get into the top ten, which even though they don't need the money, it looks better for them because it sets the standards. And I think they'll go for it. But I can see this being a one-one draw. I think I think Burnley are going to be the team to go down. Um, yeah, like like we said, sort of they they weren't on the beach against Arsenal. And if you look at their form, they've been in. It's been matching City and Liverpool. I think I saw a stat since I think since January or something like that. It went sort of Liverpool. It might have even been Newcastle second in form. Yeah, it was. It was. It's crazy, which is, ridic- which is ridiculous. So maybe they are playing for their places for next year when there could be serious amount of signings coming through the door. Um, I've actually gone with a Newcastle win against Burnley. I think Burnley need to beat Villa in order to stay up, but I possibly don't even see that. So I've gone with a two a two one Newcastle win and I think Burnley will go down. Now speaking of the other end of the table, 
is the title race. City and Liverpool, both at home against Villa and Wolves, respectively. Now, I'm going to start with the Liverpool game because obviously you've got the extra annotations with the City games. So I think if we go with the Liverpool-Wolves result uh, game, what are your results? Reese? why don't you start us off? Question. Um, I think Wolves... Wolves are definitely on the beach. I think I think they'll look to frustrate Liverpool, but I think Liverpool are going to go all out there and try and reduce that goal difference by as much as they can. Um, I think Liverpool could win this comfortably. I, I reckon actually it might be a three-one Liverpool win because they're still a bit ropey. Just to add, the goal difference really won't matter unless they draw. Well, yeah, the goal difference really doesn't matter. Just to they have put, to draw five, five. I think it has to be six nil. Yeah, City have to lose six nil. And they have to draw kind of thing. So it's yeah, goal difference wouldn't really matter, but yeah, yeah. fair enough. Three one. Three one Liverpool. Jordan. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um Wolves have shown a lot in the last couple of weeks in, in terms of how good they are on the counter. Did it against us, did it against City. Um I'm very confident Wolves will get a goal. I don't know when it will be. Um I'm gonna also agree. I think three one Liverpool that they'll have enough to get it done, but Wolves will definitely nick a goal at some point in it. Funnily enough, I wrote down the exact same score, but I'm going to be slightly different just to put it out there. I'll go with a 2-0 Liverpool and it'll be quite comfortable for them. Obviously, the game against us where it was 5-1, I think flattered us slightly. Like Wolves did cause us problems. Now, obviously, we have a few defenders out, but they did cause problems. So I wouldn't say they're fully on the... They're fully like... We're, we're done with the season, but they're still they're still fighting on all fronts here. So yeah, I'll go with a two 0 Liverpool. I think they'll comfortably win on the final day. Now comes to the last one, and obviously this will mean who you think's going to win the title. Um, it's City versus Gerard and Coutinho at Villa. Um, it's also Mike Dean's last refereeing game. <laughs> he obviously likes to. Be a set of attention. Yeah. So it could be cards galore because it doesn't really matter to him anymore. Um, Jordan, what do you make of the game? What a game. The prospect of Gerard somehow winning Liverpool the title would just be absolutely unspeakable. Um, It gives it an extra little bit of spice. Um, I'm going to go 3 2 City, Uh, throwing it back to the QPR title win. I think there's going to be a bit of drama, and I hope there is for everyone's sake. Um, I'd love to see Villa get the first goal and just see the City fans absolutely rattled. Um, so, yeah, 3-2 City for me, but ultimately City to win the league. Reese, Yeah, I think it's going to be a professional performance from everybody. Mike Dean will do his job. Steven Gerrard, even though he'd like Liverpool to win the league, will go out there only wanting three points for Villa. And City, of course, will want to go and do the job as well. I think... I think it could. I think it could be a close score. I think. I think City three one, three one. But I think again, sometimes you don't know what City team are going to turn up. So either be one that's going to grind out that result, or they're going to absolutely roll Villa over. But I think. I think three one City. Yeah, I, I, I annoyingly do see Villa scoring, which is the problem. I think that comes down to the lack of defenders we have. At the moment, I don't know if Ake's fit and 
I'm not convinced that Laporte and Fernandinho are actually fully fit after the Wolves game. I know they played against West Ham, but I still don't think they were fully right. So that can be a problem. Um, I think it would be nervy, but it's not situations we haven't been in before for the league. We've obviously did the QPR one. We did it against West Ham before on the final day. I think it's something we're accustomed to and... I think we're going to get the four the four and five years, which I think is absolutely ridiculous. The only person who obviously can sort of have better records is United with Ferguson. Obviously, give it a few years, maybe we'll even be topping that. But I think that's a bit getting too far ahead of myself. Um, the game, I'm going to put it out there. Gerard did win the league for Liverpool. He slipped up for him. Why is he going to do it as a manager? Coutinho, what, what he was he was a great like great player. Don't get me wrong, but why is he going to do it now for Villa when he couldn't bring it home for Liverpool? It's all just I think it's the media wanting it. It also adds to the sort of build up of the game. But I'm going with we're going to win. I think we're going to win three one. I think it's going to be like two one late on. And Villa are going to try and go for it. And then we're going to just hit him on the break and put the game to bed. And then I'll get a nice celebration. Lift, seeing us lift the trophy again. You have it. Um, Sorry, we missed the game. No, no, no. All the game's done. So on that note, I mean, based on our predictions, it's going to be a very, very exciting Sunday of football. A lot of goals, a couple of nine nils in there. Some late drama, maybe a Gerard slide tackle on the side. Um, hopefully, it's going to be another cracking weekend, cracking finale. Um, let us know. Let us know your thoughts. There's a lot of games to digest. Um, but as always, like, comment and subscribe. You know the drill.